Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We spoke earlier today to Gary Thompson, CEO at Brixton Metals. We talked through uh, the new plan of attack. Feels like a new company, uh, new strategy, and they've got about eight million bucks in the bank to do something about it. Um, we focus on uh, Thorn, their main project, discuss Langus. Uh, and how those two complement each other, and plus the obviously the HPX uh, uh, farming project. Um, if you want thoughts and opinions on all of those and the top other topics discussed, uh, the company itself, and indeed Gary, you can find that at crossinvestor.com forward slash club. We can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world on a variety of companies and commodities. We've got training courses on there. We do summaries of all the interviews that we do um, just to save some time because we know you're busy people. But most importantly to us, there's a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly and safe environment, free from judgment, trolling and abuse. If that sounds nice to you, and I hope it does, go and join them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Gary, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. Hey, Matt. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you. We do, uh, need to let everyone know, we did try this last week with a few technical issues, didn't we? <laughs> well, yeah, you got to, couldn't hear, you could, uh, uh, well, we got it sorted. Yeah, we, we, we got it sorted. Okay, well, like, hey, um, so, so how's life over there? All well? Yeah, doing well, yeah. First, I had a great uh, sunny week in Vancouver, so it's feeling like uh, spring. Uh, other than COVID, it's, uh, it's good. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, well, um, I just wanted to catch up with you um, last week because we've, we've seen that you've been quite busy, and I was sort of, we were talking to the guys. It kind of looks like a feels like a new company, quite frankly, in many ways. You seem to have rearranged the rearranged the deck slightly. So I wanted to sort of have a chat about what's going on and what the thinking is and, and where it's going. But before we do, can you give us that one minute overview of the business, and then I'll pick it up with uh, from there for me. Okay, sure. Yeah, Brixton's an exploration company. Uh, Brixton Metals Corporation trades on the TSX V Triple B and on the OTCQB under Triple B XS. We're focused on gold, silver, copper, and in Canada and the US and exploration stage. And uh, we've got basically a very big budget uh, for 2021. And we're excited about transforming uh, Brixton into a much larger company than than it's it's been. It's certainly been on a We'll say a rapid uh, growth trend over the last year. Yeah, it has. Because I, I, let's say, I, I remember when we first spoke about 18 months ago, it seemed like a, a big company inside a small company because you had a lot of optionality, not a lot of cash, and not a lot of movement over the past 10 years. So, what, so what's changed? Well, I think the market's changed, really. Frankly, it's, it's been the last few years where we've started seeing capital come back into the space. So we, were, we started the company at the peak in 10, 11, and it's been a you know a bit of a roller coaster down, and really 015 was really the bottom. 016 it started to get a bit of a light, but it's really been the last few years where we've seen uh, significant um, interest in the space in general, and also the amount of capital that we've been able to uh, bring in. You know, uh, ended the year with nine million in the till, which is a record year uh, for us for uh, activity and uh, investor interest. So. Um, you know, obviously, the uh, uh, closing the deal with HPX on the Hog Heaven project was an uh, exciting opportunity uh, to bring uh, bring them in a world class uh, partner uh, development on our Hog Heaven project in Montana, and that also brought in Mr. Robert Friedland as now our second larger shareholder. So, um, so that partnership is uh, is underway and and working working away. So that kind of takes 
and they're the operators so that takes that project um, workload uh, out of out of Brixton really for the time being, and uh, allows us to focus on on our other projects. And um, well, we've been busy at Langus. Uh, you know, we've we've just completed about eighteen thousand meters in a, a fall winter program focused on high grade silver and cobalt. Uh, so that's been very interesting because every every batch of results has demonstrated. Um, and I think contrary to maybe what uh, what people thought or or think or or have the perception of the camp is that there's narrow high grade veins. Uh, yes, that's true, but we've showing that there's narrow high grade veins potentially over tens of meters, not narrow. So so we're we're demonstrating broader high grade intervals there. So that's that's a significant um, shift I think in in thinking of the project. Um, and now we're starting to ramp up into uh, into our thorn project uh, with uh, you know starting the starting the season with a five million dollar budget for the thorn project. It's never we're breaking records. Uh, and this you know for for uh, viewers that may know the company or or uh, know the thorn project from a few years ago, this is not the same project. This is a uh, a new new emerging district copper gold. Uh, porphyry system. Okay, and we're we're looking to unlock that potential. Okay, I'll get into the project each project in a sec if you mind. I, I'm just I'm just sort of intrigued about the, the journey here. Okay, you you were a prospector explorer, you, multiple targets. You have four targets because the one you haven't mentioned is Atlin, which we'll come back to as well. And you're saying the markets changed. The timing the timing is is everything in in, in investing. Do you think that you came out it the right way? Was it where you did you deliberately say we just got to bide our time and sit this thing out? It'll sort itself out eventually, or were you tempted at any time to offload stuff just to survive? Because you were running on on vapor at various periods of, of, of that ten years, and now you've kind of entered this kind of slightly more uh, halcyon environment. Do you do you kind of regret anything when you're looking back? I mean, not really. I think um, you know. I've been through two major. I've been lived through two major downturns in the mining sector. The guys that have made all the money in the business have money and invest when when everybody else is running away, going the other way, uh, getting out, not putting in a nickel in, into the market. We were looking for assets, and we got Langus in 2015-016 in the bottom of the market for a, a song and a dance that nobody wanted. Hog Heaven's a good example. The project we got in 2017. Nobody cared really about metals projects and opportunities. Not many. There were people looking in the business, the guys that were hustling, but the guys that the generalists were sitting back going, this is, you know, the, the commodity sector has been beaten down hard, man, for the last decade. And now we're starting to, the you know, it's revenge of the miners coming back uh, and have been working hard at it. So looking for those opportunities that you could get for reasonably low cost. And that's where we've been successful in, in doing that in the bottom of the market when nobody cared. Now we're starting to reap some of those benefits. Uh, look at look at the hog heaven example as a good one. You know, Langus is another one that's emerging that could be a good opportunity for us to monetize. Um, and Thorn has morphed into this amazing big project. And Atlin we haven't talked about, but it's a gold camp that you know is looking for a partner. Those kinds of things. It's it's or you know we need to focus uh, the company and it's a new a bit of a new vision for us um, now that we're realizing we've got this massive copper porphyry district. Um, at our, you know, wholly owned at our fingertips with too many targets. We're spoiled. We got too many targets. Oh boy. 
Times have changed. <laughs> Times have changed. No, but let, let me let me finish on that point because it's it's important to me. I want to understand it. Is you know I, I buy the contrarian argument. Okay, you picked these assets up when no one else wanted them. You picked them up cheap when no one else wanted them. But there was a kind of survival mode attitude to this, and I, I guess you know you could only say what what you could say. You don't you don't want to damage the prospects of any of these assets. But you were in no fit state to take all of these projects forward yourselves, were you? Yeah, and that's that. It's a challenge, right? You, you, it doesn't matter how big the company is, you don't have enough resources to de- develop them all. Even the biggest company in the world can't do it, and they even say that. You know, one come if that one's coming in, something's got to go out, kind of attitude, and and you can only handle so many. And it, you know, four big projects was was a lot for the company. Um, so it does uh, this opportunity uh, with HPX does free us up to to work on these other ones, and it takes a great opportunity. And that's that's a company maker project. The Hog Heaven project is a great project, and it's a company maker standalone. But it's hard to focus on that and that and that. So we're now we're we're, we're uh, streamlining our our vision, and and I can tell you just based on the budget and the amount of resources we're allocating this year, it's all about Thorn. Beautiful. Copper okay. gold porphyry uh, Thorn project. Okay, so let's save Thorn to last then, because that'll be the appetite. That'll be the <laughs> appetizer to this one. Because I, I do remember a conversation with you was about you've got to get focused, you've got to work out where the where the money goes, etc. And you know, you know, you I think you were reluctant or unable to talk about it at the time. But Hog Heaven, now that's a great deal. So can you just remind people of the the, the terms of that deal and what the, what that could mean for your shareholders? Sure, it's a it's a forty four and a half million U.S. dollar earning agreement with High Power Exploration, which is a Robert Friedman led private company. Uh, they're focused on a, a U.S. Uh, U.S. platform to develop uh, mines in the U.S. for copper, gold, silver, and so they like what what we have in Hog Heaven, and so they uh, HPX has to spend um, a significant amount of dollars, four and a half million in cash to Brixton over six years. And fifteen million dollars, a U.S. dollar, into the project to get fifty-one percent. So they have six years to do that. They can elect to uh, go to the next level, which is another five-year earning uh, for another twenty-five million U.S. They would they have the election and option to get seventy-five percent of the project. So if they get, take it that far, uh, it's going to be an exciting project. And it already is an exciting project. So with a decent amount of capital, we we believe uh, obviously it's going to be good. Um, so assuming that they go to that uh, extent, um, the next level, then it's it's not a free carry, but it's a deferred carry from from that 75% earn into a development uh, stage. Uh, so at at uh, construction decision, they're going to develop a mine. Then it's a cash call to Brixton uh, for for that uh, a deferred carry from from the uh, 75% to development stage. Okay, so, uh, so we can elect to build the mine. Absolutely. Okay. So as I understand it, it's like half a million, well, half a million on signing and half a million a year for the first four years. So two and a half million bucks. Does that cover your G&A? Yeah, it's pretty close to our G&A coverage. I mean, we're, we're growing. We're starting to ramp up uh, marketing activities as well. But that's the way to, that's kind of the way to look at it, really, our G&A coverage for the next six years. Okay. Okay. That, which, which, is, which is interesting. And what do they, what do they need to find? What, what's going to keep them in this project? What's going to keep them going the first six years and the next five years? Well, I think is a proof of concept that this is a not a small scale uh, mining opportunity, that this is a large scale, uh, big, deep mineralized system with copper, gold, silver, um, and, and something that they can make a mine out of. So they'll, they'll know, uh, pretty sure they'll know in the next few years uh, once they get drilling. 
Yeah, a bit. I mean, it's, and again, just an honest conversation. You know, when big companies come in, I think I guess we can call Robert Friedland a, a big big company, and, and well, through HPX or otherwise, it's they know very quickly what this optionality means to them, and they'll they'll continue to work on it or they're a bug out. Do you get the data? Or do you inherit the data? Or do you get the data back from them? If they yeah, do decide a, to leave? A, it is a data sharing process. And um, by the way, they need to spend that first tranche to get 51% or it's zero. Okay. Interesting. Okay, fine. Okay. I'm going to say, we'll see what uh, what comes out of that. So when, when are they going to start working on this? When can we start to see news flow from them? Um, based on uh, indications as they want to get their typhoon survey done before the summer. So uh, from our experience, so you could get in there April, May timeframe um, from a season perspective. So our hope is that they would have that done and dusted by sometime in the summer on the geophysics, uh, large scale typhoon, which has their proprietary uh, technology. Um, so that'll be very interesting to see because uh, they'll get down they're talking, uh, you know, a kilometer and a half uh, depth potential. Uh, so big, big, something big uh, system type view. So that's going to really shine the light on the opportunity uh, more so than obviously what, <laughs> what we have right now. Okay. So the interesting thing, takeaway there is one, a lot of your GNA is covered and, and two, they're committed to spend a decent chunk of change over the next six years, and we'll be able to yeah. see that in the marketplace because they're they're a public company, presumably. Yeah, well, they're still private, right? Uh, okay. But I, my understanding is that they're in the process of uh, of going public. Right. So we will see information flowing from them when that happens. Okay. Um, let's talk about Langus uh, or your press release page. It's just just press release after press release of high grade silver numbers, um, you're starting to demonstrate a sizable system there, as you said, you were describing earlier, it's not just high-grade narrow vein. What do you know? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been interesting from learning about the system itself and, uh, the, you know, the miners didn't get it all, we know that. They, they mined their head grade, just to remind uh, the viewers, head grade at Langus was 25 ounces per ton silver. They only mined 10.6 million ounces. Um, but pretty significant uh, grade. And, you know, we haven't drilled it off. It's a long ways away from getting drilled off. And, and what we're realizing though, is it's gonna take a lot more drilling uh, than we anticipated. So we drilled 18,000 meters since October till, till just recently. So we do have another, another batch coming and then that'll be it for uh, the summer and we'll shift in the thorn. But, you know, we wanna review that data and, and see, see what it looks like internally. Um, and, where, and where do we go from here? Can we, you know, move this thing into a resource category. How many meters do we actually need to get to to get this thing into a resource? And that's that's the question because even back in the camp, some we got into like we have another project we're not talking about in the camp. Um, it's called the Hudson Bay. Uh, we generated some high grade numbers there too, but they never actually drilled any holes. Brixton was the first company to actually put a drill on the site, even though they mined out um, six and a half million ounces uh, without drilling any holes. Old school. Get on the vein. And, and stay on that's kind of how they did it in the camp. But, um, you know, we're, we, we see a good opportunity here and we're trying to figure out, can we, you know, prove this thing up on a resource? Do we need to do a bulk sample? Do we need to do some, um, some new metal sorting technology that's uh, um, still learning about that can help uh, define these things a little, a little better and, and just keep drilling it off and get it to a point where, you know, we don't need a lot of ounces at those kind of grades, 
if you could get 10 to 10 to 20 million ounces, you got probably have a mine here. And, you know, you need to show that or demonstrate that you have something that's going in that direction. And I think uh, that'll be a time to either build the mine or someone will build the mine or sell it, uh, JV it out, whichever we think is the best opportunity for shareholders to advance right. it. Yeah, you've got to talk that language. But I'm, I'm thinking you've got a company maker in the shape of Thorn. You've got 8 million bucks. So how much of that realistically do you go and apportion to Thorn or how much do you apportion um, you know, to, to Langus? Because ideally you get another HPX walking into Langus and you do a similar sort of deal and you can focus on your company maker, you know, which is Thorn. Is it, that's got to be the way forward, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. If, if we could, uh, and, and we're working on that, you know, I'd say our door is open to opportunities, however we can uh, shape them on these things. We have another project called Atman that we're not talking about, which is a kind of a similar thing, but uh, but it is the, the resources allocation of resources on uh, for this year is still lion lion's share at, at Thorn, but you know the great thing about Langus and we the reason we acquired it you know when we did in 016 partly was we had Thorn that was what that was our flagship always has been essentially, but then we're stuck in this seasonality where you're pretty much no news flow for for uh, six months of the year. Actually, we never had Hog Heaven. We never had Atlan then. We just we had Thorn. And it's like, okay, well, we need something else to keep the news flow going. Because look at these junior mining companies live and die on their bloody news releases. You can make a billion-dollar company on a handful of holes uh, or be broke uh, out of business. Uh, you know what I mean? It's like one of those seems like it. it it's not quite that dramatic, perhaps. But it's, it, um, you know, uh, so, so we focused on that idea to say, well, we've got to keep busy. But not only that, but keep our team busy. And we still actually kind of believe in that. So we got a big hire this year. We're hiring a lot of geologists this year because we've got a massive program going on. You know, we want to keep a core, good core technical people together. And you need to keep them busy. And Langus is, is a good off-season. A, news flow. We're generating good, solid results for silver and cobalt. You can't knock the numbers. And and C, uh, keeps our team busy. And and D, let's sell the thing and uh, make a bunch of money on it or or build a mine. I don't know how it's going to end. We don't know, but we've got to keep pushing these things forward. We have to threaten to build the mine uh, before somebody's going to buy it. Probably that's how it kind of rolls. It's, it's interesting because what I liked what I liked about the um, Hog Heaven deal was the quality of the strategic partner because yeah. it's so easy to be desperate and take quick money from someone who then doesn't have the ability to actually go and do much with it. It, you kind of like it's short-term gain and some long-term loss sort of thing. So, okay, I, I buy the seasonality com- component. I mean, how, how do you ever get rid of that? At what stage does Thorn need to get to where perhaps you don't need that seasonality of head- <laughs> headlines, you know, to yeah, be meaningful? Yeah, well, I think it's a, it's a market cap uh, function, right? It's getting into the multi-hundred million market cap, half a billion market cap where your budgets are, you know, uh, $50 million a year budget, that then it becomes, uh, you know, immaterial, doesn't really move the needle uh, on your, you know, okay on, on that on, on that side of it, I, I think it becomes a, um, you know, if you're spending, put it this way, if you're spending that kind of money at Thorn every year, then whatever you could do at Langa still is very small and, and immaterial. So, so tell me this then, like if, if I'm seeing those sorts of grades coming out of a Mexican mine, Silver grades coming out of Mexican mine, like you're, you're throwing off with Langus, uh, the market cap is significantly, significantly higher than yours. 
Um, people are excited. Why are they at 45 million market cap? Again, is this, is this a historic thing? People are judging you on the past 10 years as opposed to what you are now. Why are people ignoring these amazing high-grade silver drill results? Yeah, I, I think there's some stigma perhaps uh, because we, you know, look, you could have bought Brixton for two cents, like not long ago. So, you know, you're a small company that don't, don't, have, uh, don't have the assets. Don't recognize, don't appreciate the assets. And then, you know, one, one knock may be that, you know, officially, if you look at the ounces we have on the book, there's not that many officially, right? So we've got these great portfolios. You know, Hard Heaven's a great asset, but it's got historic resource of about, I don't know, 60 million ounces silver equivalent historic resource based on a feasibility uh, that was done in the late 80s. So, you know, technically 43101 resources, you know, 21 and a half million ounces of silver equivalent at, at Thorn is about the only official technical resource number. So that, that could be part of it. Um, and, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's an exploration business. It's easy. What I found is that everybody's an expert in the business. But most of them don't know what they're talking about. Is my kind of re- reality view of these things. It's, it's What's that tough, mean? Tell, tough, me, tell me what that tough, means. Tell me what that means. Well, it's a, tough, it's, it's a tough business. Everybody's a critic, right? Everybody's a critic and a critic and a critic and a critic and a critic. Um, and a good example is uh, is Pritium. You know, they built this uh, spectacular, one of the highest grade gold mines in the world and still is. And there's still, there's still critics out there. It's like, hey, maybe we should, you know, quit kind of critiquing it every inch of the way. They built a successful mine in a tough market and making good money and, and, and lots of high grade. Yeah, maybe it's not exactly, exactly precisely what it was. They thought that it was and it never is because that's geology for you. It's an imperfect science. So did the best they could to get along, but um, amazing uh, development story, project, success story. People, there's still critics out there. So point is, there's no shortage of naysayers. I guess it may be the easy way of putting it. Um, so so you get that carryover perhaps, but, but uh, you know, you, you've got to push through it. And uh, we think we're on a track for uh, amazing, amazing year this year, uh, 2021. This will be the biggest year the company's and this is a transformative year with a deal with HBX. We've got uh, Thorn with the biggest budget we've ever seen on an on a 80 kilometer copper gold porphyry district. Amazing year in, in head for us. So we're like, we just got to keep at it and keep going. And then we're, we're, we're going to get there and, and uh, forget about the naysayers and, and keep charging forward. Okay. New company, new story. Um, we said we talk about Atlin. Better talk about Atlin. Okay, a little bit, yeah. Go on. So what's happening? Let's just do a little. Let's do a little blurb on Atlin, only because Thorn has taken all of our focus and all of our resources, right? So that's that's. Uh, but it's a great little project. It's the reason why did we get it in the first place? Well, we got it because we couldn't say no to this thing when we started looking at it. And why didn't I think of it before? You know, it's a thirty by forty kilometer district that produced, you know, dominantly plaster gold. Not much hard rock came out of here. A little bit of hard rock, high grade gold. But I tell people it's a 30 by 40 kilometer area and there's gold coming out of all the drainages and lots of plaster, millions of ounces of plaster gold. But other than Homestake in the 80s, um, nobody really systematically uh, over enough time um, because and the gold markets or whatever that tried to, to try and figure out where all this gold came from. So it's a huge anomaly, hasn't been figured out where all this gold came from. But what was, the reason we got excited is there was new evidence to support an intrusion related gold system. So think of it like uh, Victoria, um, 
gold in the Yukon uh, was a placer gold, was originally found by placer gold, and then they found the source of the gold into the intrusion. So it's an intrusion-related system, plus high-grade veins, some, some amazing uh, gold numbers. We, we did a little bit of work last year, pulled a 50-grammer. Um, we're going to do some geochem this year, and we're, we're looking for partners on it. Um, it's a great project, but again, we just, we're focusing all of our resources on, on Thorn. Um, and uh, so we'll see if we can find a partner on, on Atlan to do some work and take it off our hands. That would be ideal for the company. Then even now we're even more focused on, on building, the, building the prize here. Perfect. Okay, so, so just, just to that end, okay, so if you find a partner for Atlan, gives you more focus. You've obviously got HPS doing, HPX doing that thing, which is great. So between Thorn and Langus, you've, you've got your hands full there. How do you build this story going forward? You talk about like the you know, great, exciting year, year going forward, but Langus, if you just keep belting out these high-grade silver headlines and the response is what it is now, that's going to be rather disappointing. So how do you... <laughs> zero. Was that zero? <laughs> Pretty much zero, as about as zero as you can get on, on the response, yeah. Yeah, so zero on the response. It's going to be rather disappointing. So what? how are you planning going forward on changing people's perception? You, you know, you've used the phrase, and I've repeated it a few times, you know, new, new, new company, new year, new beginning, all of those. It's new, new, new. New Brixton medals, right? Um, but you, Pretty much, yeah. you've got to You've got to deliver that. So what can we expect to see? Like, a, how does it work? Well, look at if I if I had uh, you know if I had my way to do it and you know cash wasn't a problem which it never had that situation right never had the 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 budget really to get at it but really what we need to do is get these things into resource category you got to get them into resource category so you, so then the analyst can say okay you've got a million ounces of gold and you can you can say whatever you want about those million ounces but there's still a million ounces on the books so that's I think the missing ticket for Brixton that. I would like to see change um, in the near future and starting to put these things into category, but you can't do that without drilling. So you got to drill, drill, drill aggressively. And if it's not there, move on. And if it's there, build it up. That's, that's going to get us there. Okay. I think what we'd like to see is, you know, you coming to the market and, you know, telling us, you know, how things are going more often. You've got some money now to do that. Um, you know, and I'm intrigued. That's a good point. You know, yeah, and we're actually doing we're actually doing that. Um, we've got a green screen actually in our boardroom, and have been working on some fun, uh, <laughs> fun little uh, skits, if you will. Uh, uh, what do you call it? We're we're actually developing. We're calling a target series. So it's kind of neat because Thorn, we've got so many targets, so many uh, projects within the project, targets within the project that we thought we could build these little 60 second clips, and it's just a 3D model. Here's some geochem drilling. Uh, with some funky music and, and <laughs> bring in some mining characters. You know, there's no shortage of characters in the mining business, but uh, try and just make a so simple little, we're calling it a target series video about the project. So you don't need to be a geologist to understand what's going on. We can just highlight some stuff and, uh, and it'll be a cool little model. And it's a way for us to help bring the data together into something that makes sense for, for everybody. Okay, cool, cool. You want a small tip? Yeah. Don't wear that sure. green shirt in, in front of the green screen. It's just, that's for you. You can keep that. Uh, okay. <laughs> just saying. Could look weird. Um, well, okay, yeah. I appreciate the update. Uh, it's, it's nice to sort of see how things are evolving and the story is morphing. 
And as you say, you've got a stack of money now to actually try and, you know, you've been sort of budget constrained for many, many years. It'd be interesting to see how you uh, apply this and uh, yeah, stay in touch, okay? Yeah, I know it's uh, gonna be good. Yeah, definitely we'll keep in touch. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to CruxCast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and of course our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming and we'll speak to you again soon.